Hello, everyone, and welcome to Run402, the podcast, a show where we interview local runners in Nebraska and make running relatable. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This week, I interview Rachel Warren from Tales and Trails, Half Marathon, 10K, and 5K. This race happens on April 22nd, so give this episode a listen and then sign up soon because she's ordering t-shirts on Friday. Thanks for listening. All right, we're here over Zoom with Rachel Warren and her cats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. So you're the race director of Tales and Trails, which what day is that on? It is April 20, Saturday, April 22nd of this year. That's Earth Day. Oh, I didn't even know that. (laughs) Perfect. Right? Got to be outside on Earth Day. Right. So let's talk about the history of this race. Um, You're the one who started it, correct? Well, okay. So here's how it started. Um, Rob Owens. Okay. Rob Owens, myself, and Rachel Balkovic were all pretty avid runners, pretty avid. Like we were involved in the GOATS group. And um, Rob's a probation officer and he had gone to like a home visit that um, he saw some pretty upsetting things with some animal abuse going on. And so he kind of reached out to Rachel and I because he knew that Rachel Balkovic and I were both involved with rescues in Omaha. And we kind of put this idea together to um, create a run that we could have on the trails and also be dog friendly and then give back to the local rescues. So that's essentially how it started. Rachel Balkovic probably did <laughs> about 95% of all the planning and everything when we first started. Um, and then Rachel took a step back um, a few years ago and I took over all of that stuff. But so yeah, that's how it started. <laughs> what year was that? That was in 2014 when we started our planning. Um, so we reached out to the goats to see if we could kind of be one of their like sister races, but still be under the goats. So a lot like Feast and Feathers. Um, And we started the planning. Rachel had been involved with Pug Partners and I was very involved with Hands, Hearts and Paws. Um, That's pretty much where all of our dogs have come from. Um, And then we added in um, for the first year for 2015, we added in Little White Dog Rescue. Um, And then we kind of got going from there and things changed up over the years. And so, yeah. That's really cool. Has it always been at the same place? Yep. We've always had it at Chocolate Hills, always in the same location. Um, when we first started, Adam Rood um, kind of designed our course for us. Um, and now the amazing Mindy Kuhlman has taken over and she has designed our courses for us. Um, every year <laughs> we get comments about how challenging the course is and how much everybody loves it. So greatly appreciate Mindy's work on that over the years, uh, of getting that finalized and putting that together. Yeah. I, I feel like she can come up with a challenge. Seriously. I know. And she knows every trail, like everywhere, like the back of her hand. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> right. That's cool. Um, has it always been the same distances? Um, yeah, we've always had, um, the half marathon, the 10 K the five K and then the one mile walk. And we get a pretty diverse group of people out there. We get some really experienced runners. Um, we had one lady, I think it was two years ago that she was our last finisher for the half marathon. And she actually works out at boys town with me. And she's like, I did not know that this was on actual trails, like dirt trails. I thought this was on cement. And I'm like, 
no honey <laughs> it says they own trails <laughs> it's on dirt trails and she she loved it she had only good things to say but she's like i don't know if i can run on trails again <laughs> um so yeah we've always had it that way we like i said we have a diverse group of people so people that have never run before that come out and they want to walk the 5k and the 10k totally fine with that we have some who are like eh, depending on the weather my dog might not make it for six miles so can i do the 5k instead yep that's fine we're pretty flexible. Um, we've had people walk the entire half marathon before. Um, so yeah, we get a little bit of everything and we welcome everybody out there. What kind of dogs come out for it? Oh my gosh. We, <laughs> it's really interesting how many um, different breeds of dogs you get out there. Um, my friend Hollis Buffkins, who's pretty active in the uh, running community. She's come out every year. I've known Hollis for years and her little dog, I don't want to misspeak and misname his breed, but he's like kind of a little tiny Yorkie-ish mix. That dog is so excited. Every His name's Kilo. Every time he comes out, the most excited dog, like last year, he jumped out of the car with the seatbelt that he had on, still on, tried to get out of there to go run. Um, but he always dresses up in costume. Um, I know we've had some Boston Terriers that I've seen out there. Um, we've had Great Danes run. I mean, you name it. Um, I think we had some Schnauzers last year. Um we also had little Scout. He was out there to do the one mile last year. He has um, uh, some little wheels. He uh, has wheels on his back legs. And so he did the one mile, super, super cute little Frenchie. Um, and it's really funny because I, <laughs> I'm i really good with dog names and I'll remember dogs year after year when they come back, but I will never remember the humans. <laughs> so I always remember certain dogs that come out there, but I feel bad because I'm like, yeah, I don't remember your your name human, but I remember your dog. <laughs> so we do have some of the same people that come out every single year. Um, I guess some of them I do. I do know their names every year, but mostly the animals. <laughs> so how many dogs do the half marathon compared to like the one mile walk? Oh, um, well, the one mile walk, we, sorry, I have a cat here. Um, we don't get a ton of people for the one mile walk, but most of those people do have dogs with them. For the half marathon, we don't get a ton. It's a lot of, I would say the female, the female runners run with their dogs more than the male runners, but we do have some males that run last year. We did not have any male runners run with dogs, which I thought was weird. Um, so the two top prizes for with dog went to two, two ladies that ran. Um, but we did have, um, Kingsley, uh, given he ran, he, he ran a few times with his dog. Um, who's a Visla. Um, oh gosh, why can't I think of. See, now I can't remember Kingsley's dog's name. Why can't I remember that? Oh, anyways, but he's run before and this dog, he would get done and he never even, oh, Royal, that's his name. Royal's his name. He didn't even look like he was tired. Like these Vislas that run are, they're insane. They are beasts when they run. They just could go forever. Um, so he, they've won a few times the half marathon. Um, man, I'm trying to think who else I know that's come out there and has won. I can't remember offhand. <laughs> um so you're telling me if I want my dog to win she should run with my boyfriend Nate <laughs> <laughs> perfect yes um I told Nate that Barkley has to win to bring honor to her family but if she's just out there she's bringing us honor but <laughs> what kind of dog do you have she's a terrier mix we got her from the council bluffs humane society oh, okay Yep. She mostly, she doesn't really like to run more than three miles. <laughs> um, when she's tired, she'll grab onto her leash and she'll start playing tug of war. And instead of running next to you, she'll just zoom back and forth. 
and you're I think she's just driving us so crazy so that way we'll just give up on her and just be like just okay. be done yeah yeah it's kind of funny because at the beginning of the race you see all these dogs just tear off when their owners start running and it's I mean they're literally like dragging their humans I feel so bad because it's so much adrenaline with all the dogs around when they first start and then by the time they get done they're just everybody's dragging <laughs> so um but some of those dogs like they live for that um Christy uh, has her dog Murphy. Um, she, they've come out. God, have they been there every year? They might have been there every year. Murphy, I like to post pictures of Murphy because he's a beautiful dog. Um, and then there was Cosmo last year. He's our um, face, like on social media. He's my little profile picture. He's just gorgeous. Um, he had a ton of fun out there last year. See, again, I remember the dogs' names. <laughs> um, so I literally any breed you could think of, I think we have out there. Um, it, and we're all breed friendly. I don't, we don't restrict on any breeds that can come. We just ask that people bring animals that aren't, you know, complete. I mean, we have some reactive animals out there, but that they're responsible with um, keeping their dogs leashed, no retractable leashes, because those can be pretty dangerous. Um, and the rule is usually one dog to one runner, but we've had some that have done two and I don't mind. I don't, I don't care. Um, they're good with what they're doing and they, they manage their dogs well. So it's not a big deal. Um, the more the merrier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the organizations that you guys support? Would love to. So right now we've gotten up, to, <laughs> we've gotten up to five rescues. We were trying to stay at three, but, um, we had two other rescues that have consistently come out to, um, and brought their, their dogs, even when they weren't like kind of the featured rescues that we're going to get the money from, you know, from the race. Um, so, we have uh, Pug Partners of Nebraska. They are breed specific, obviously. Um, pugs is what they specialize in. Um, and they've been around for quite some time. And they've been with us every single year. Um, Hands, Hearts, and Paws is the rescue that I personally have fostered for and, um, or fostered with. And I really suck at fostering because I adopt pretty much everything that comes into my house. Um, but they um, are an all breed rescue. So they have all any kind of burrito dog you can think of, they will rescue a lot of medical cases they'll take on. Um, so they've come out every year. And then we have Muddy Paws, uh, Muddy Paws Second Chance Rescue. They have come out every year except for the first year. Um, and again, they're all breed. They actually rescue um, birds, rats, um, you name it. I think Terry and her group rescues it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they've done snakes yet, but they do like everything, but mostly dogs and cats. Um, and then, uh, the good life bulldog rescue, um, is kind of an offshoot, like, um, the head of that Heather, she's awesome. She used to help out with muddy paws and she still does. Um, but all bulldogs and they are the cutest little snorting things out there. Um, little, little butter balls. They're not out there running, but they are out there looking gorgeous. Um, and then, um, Harbor of hope. Um, uh, my friend Heather, uh, runs that, um, she's the head of that rescue. And again, all breed, um, Heather's a diehard rescue person. And, um, I, I mean, they all are, all these people are just diehard rescue and they, they work day and night to help these animals. And, um, you know, last year we didn't raise as much money as I would have hoped. And one of my rescue friends reminded me hey, it money's money, like $300 helps, you know, with spaying a couple of animals or, you know, with any kind of medical care, getting shots. So any money that you raise and donate back to us, we appreciate it. We don't care how much it is. So um, I have to remember that in perspective that anything we raise is going towards the care of those animals and they're grateful for whatever they get. So what year was your biggest year? Oh God, I think I want to say it was probably 2017. I think might've been our 
2017 or 2018. One of the, it might've been both of those years. We raised like over $10,000 and I think one year was over 11,000. Um, but it's kind of ebbed and flowed over the years, depending on what we do. One year we did a silent auction. So that kind of raised some more money for us. Um, and then, you know, we skipped 2021. We didn't have a race that year because of COVID. Um, we postponed 2020 to October because <laughs> we used to have it like all in May. Um, we've moved it to April now because we want it to be, we want it to be cooler out for the dogs because May is just ungodly hot and, um, it never, it never ceased to amaze me. It stormed every single night before a race when we had it in May. Like it was just a muggy, muggy, muggy mess out there. So April last year, it was cold. Um, but every year we raise at least, I mean, there's been at least $7,000 that we've raised and been able to split up between the rescues. Um, the one year we were able to give, uh, so that was 2020. I was able to, we were able to donate back to Harbor of Hope and Good Life, even though they weren't under our umbrella of the rescues we donate back to, we still donated $500 to each of them um, just because they came out and, you know, with COVID and everything, it really hit everybody hard, including the rescues. So I wanted to give back to them. So um, yeah, every year it's just, I try to keep costs to a minimum. It's kind of a no frills race. It's not like you're coming to get um, cappuccinos and uh, croissants <laughs> at the race. Um, you're going to get bananas, oranges, and some water. <laughs> um but it's fun and and I hope that people have fun when they come out and they know that it's it's for a good cause. And um, it's not a, we had, we had somebody get mad a couple of years ago because he got lost in the course and he, he was really upset. And I looked at him and I was like, this is not a Boston qualifier. Like, it's okay that you got lost. Like you're the, still the first finisher. You didn't, you didn't get off course that much. It's no big deal. Um, this is for fun, you know? And it's like, I, you got to remind people of that sometimes. And I know that they, they get really I'm excited about finishing the race and being the first one or being up there in the top, but our <laughs> race is just really a fun race. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's for the dogs. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So when's the last day to register? Um, I think it's, oh gosh, you would add, here's the thing we're, we have to cap it off at like 275, 300. Like I can't go too high because the parking situation out of Chuckle, there's not a great situation for parking and they're kind of all on the grass and stuff. And I don't want to go above. So the Chuckle really likes us to keep it at 275 and I'm at 260 right now. So we've never been this high already. Like this is the first year we've ever been at 260 this time of year with a little over a month to go. So I might be closing it down a little bit earlier. Um, otherwise I was going to close it down uh, on April, let's see, 18th um, that morning, it would be closed down. So we'll see how, I really don't want to turn anybody away though. That's my thing. Like, why would I want to turn anybody away? Anybody's dog. So we'll see how high we get. And um, I'm ordering shirts though this week. I'm I'm ordering shirts by Friday. I'm putting in an order. Um, so hopefully um, people get registered before then so they can make sure that they get an awesome design shirt by Brady West <laughs> um, and can get that with their packets. Heck yeah. Well, I'll sign up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we'll definitely spread it or send out the word like hey guys we should carpool <laughs> yeah I know it well and it happened was it 2020 it happened that the, I think it was the early bird race was the same day out at Zarinsky and the traffic was awful trying to get to both races so I'm trying to keep it you know you can't plan a race in Omaha without falling on a weekend where something else is going on. There's, which is good for the running community. There's always some sort of a race or activity or group. Um, so when trying to plan this, I try to avoid 
conflicts. Like I don't want to plan it on Easter weekend. Um, but there's always something else. So I tried to move it so we didn't interfere with that race again um, and moved a little bit later in April. So maybe it wasn't 30, 30 degrees. <laughs> um, but yes, carpooling would be awesome. <laughs> yes, everyone invite your friend. You can get your cappuccino and croissant after. <laughs> on yes, the way home. <laughs> definitely after. <laughs> yep, yes. That's funny. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I'm really looking Absolutely, thanks for the invite. Life. Yeah, all right. Heard that button go. There it is. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. And that's a wrap. If you want to write to us, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at run402thepodcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you out there. <laughs>